Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Former Cambridge Analytica CEO faces his ghosts in Parliament. By Izzy Lepowski. During a nearly four-hour grilling before Parliament Wednesday, Alexander Nix, former CEO of the now-defunct data firm Cambridge Analytica, faced the ghosts of his past. In the green-carpeted room where the Digital, Culture, Media, and Sport Committee interrogated Nick's for the second time this year, the audience included Christopher Wiley, the former Cambridge Analytica employee who blew the whistle on the surreptitious harvesting of up to 87 million Facebook users' data, Carol Cadwallader, the Guardian reporter who broke this story, Shamir Sani, another whistleblower who alleges that the Brexit Vote Leave campaign flouted campaign finance laws during the referendum, and David Carroll, an American academic who has filed a legal suit against Cambridge Analytica seeking access to his personal data file. But of all the individuals who have challenged Nick's over the last three months, the one whose words have gotten him in the most trouble may well be Nick's himself. In February, just a month before the Cambridge Analytica scandal broke open in earnest, Nix testified before this very committee about Cambridge Analytica's work. Months later, following steady revelations about the company's misdeeds, the committee decided that Nix's initial answers were at best incomplete and at worst intentionally misleading. The questioning started contentiously as committee chairman Damian Collins inclined to let Nix deliver an opening statement that he said would clarify misconceptions about his prior testimony. When Nix told the eight members gathered that he had to insist on giving the statement, Collins swiftly shut him down. I'm sorry, sir, Collins said. It's not your place to insist. Throughout his testimony, Nix worked to frame himself as the target of an unfounded international smear campaign coordinated by an ex-employee with an axe to grind, Wiley, a British journalist who wanted to undo the Brexit referendum, Cadwallader, and an American public that's already divided over President Donald Trump's election, which Cambridge Analytica helped enable. 
I'm sorry if the members of this committee are unhappy with the outcome of the referendum. I'm sorry if the members of this committee are unhappy with Donald Trump being president of the United States, he said. But you can't simply put forward your prejudices onto me and make sweeping assumptions about our involvement with a particular campaign simply because that's what you want to believe. The members laughed in response. You have attempted to paint yourself as the victim, Brendan O'Hara, a member of the Scottish National Party, told Nix during the hearing. By no stretch of the imagination can you be seen as the victim. Nix's inquisitors repeatedly asked him to address his past statements, including his assertion in February of this year that none of Cambridge Analytica's data came from Global Science Research, the third-party firm that Nix has since admitted collected Facebook data on Cambridge Analytica's behalf. Nix chalked up the assertion to a misunderstanding, saying that he believed the committee was asking him whether Cambridge Analytica was still using that data. Clearly, I accept some of my answers could have been clearer, but I assure you I did not intend to mislead you, he said. In a 2015 interview with Wired, Nix also stated that Cambridge Analytica did not use Facebook data or harvest it through a third-party app, as reported in a story in The Guardian that year. The committee members asked Nix to answer for additional controversies that have arisen since he last appeared before them, including a damning undercover video captured by Channel 4 News in which Nix was caught on tape bragging about using tactics like bribery and extortion against political opponents. In particular, they pressed him on his claims of using Ukrainian women to entrap politicians. I find that works very well, Nix said in the video. But before the committee, he walked back those assertions. That was just a lie to impress the people I was talking to, he said. Nix argued the Sting video was a dirty tactic and that it had been edited to make him look worse. In response, Channel 4 issued a statement saying, We absolutely disagree and reject Mr. Nix's allegation. Several committee members asked Nix about a report in the Financial Times which said that Nix took $8 million from the company before it collapsed and is now in a standoff with investors over returning the funds. While Nix initially dismissed the report as baseless, he later told Labor MP Joe Stevens that he couldn't comment on the matter. Did you take $8 million out of the company? Stevens asked directly. The answer to your question is, I'm not answering your question, Nix replied. The inconsistencies continued. Nix explained why he told the committee the company never worked with Russian clients, despite the fact it had worked with the oil company Gazprom by saying it happened before he joined. As for why he bragged about working with Israeli intelligence agents in the Channel 4 video, Nick said, I was totally mistaken. Even as he admitted to his own misstatements, he repeatedly accused Wiley of outright lying. He described him as an extremely jealous ex-employee who sat there and stewed as his baby grew. He said it was Wiley who introduced the company to Alexander Kogan, the third-party researcher who collected the Facebook data. He was the architect for that relationship and the idea, Nick said. Throughout his former boss's remarks, Wiley sat in the back row shaking his head at the allegations. The committee members also appeared unconvinced, calling Nix's attacks on Wiley irrelevant. 
Ultimately, even four hours of testimony seemed not to be enough to convince the committee to take Nix at his word. Facts are what we are presenting to you, said Labor MP Ian Lucas. What we're getting back from you is bluster and rudeness. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.